your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Hey, hockey fans, you need more hockey news? Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the NHL. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we continue player evaluations with Matt Dumba, Carson Soucy, and Ian Cole. We'll look at the advanced stats. We'll look at what the eye test told us, and we'll also look at where they fit in heading into next season and beyond. All three of these players could potentially be gone next year, depending on how things play out. So we'll look at all the possibilities as well here on today's episode of Locked on Wild. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering your Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along on this Tuesday. And as mentioned, Cruising through the uh, rest of the player evaluations, we'll uh, have a heavy day today. Then uh, tomorrow we'll talk goalies with Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen. On Thursday we got a special guest lined up, and Friday we look ahead to some players that could be part of this roster next season. So that's a little bit of a look at what we've got coming up the rest of the week. For today, Dumba, Cole, and Susie evaluations, and uh, as I mentioned, All three of these guys could potentially be gone next season, depending on how things play out. So we will try to figure out what could possibly happen with each of these guys today. That's our big questions that we'll tackle Um, with Dumba. It's mostly related to the expansion draft. Carson Soucy also falls into that same realm and Ian Cole in unrestricted free agent. So we'll try to get some answers to where all of these guys could potentially end up uh, or if they will stay on the Wild roster. So let's dive in with Dumba. Six goals, 15 assists, 21 points in 51 games this season. He was a plus one and uh, contributed a power play goal, four power play assists, had a game winner as well, averaging uh, 22 minutes, 17 seconds on the ice. So still right around where he's been the last couple of seasons as well. And pretty steady numbers compared to last season. A few less points in 18 fewer games. So uh, for Dumba, kind of right in line with where he has been uh, over the last couple of seasons. It did take Dumba a little while to get going. um, But then finished the month of January with three goals and an assist. He had four points in January. He had four in February, four in March, six in April. So uh, kept things pretty steady uh, throughout the course of the season. And... uh, you know, was he? He gave us pretty much what we would expect from uh, Matt Dumba uh, throughout the course of the season. Saturday, by far his favorite day of the week to play on, with six goals and four assists in eleven Saturday games, and uh, his most popular uh, or favorite place to play, other than the uh, XL Energy Center, was the Staples Center, where he had three points in four games and Gila River Arena where he had three points in four games as well. Some of the other numbers for Dumba, the uh, on-ice goals four per 60 minutes, 
was uh, at 3.0 with him on the ice. On-ice goals allowed per 60 minutes was 3.1. That is uh, one of the higher marks for any of the Wild defensemen um, that uh, that played for the Wild this year. Now looking at some of the situationals, 5-on-5 situations, it was at 2.6. 5-on-5 close, 1.7. 5-on-5 tied, 0.9. So um, in situations where the game was tight. The defense uh, got a little better with Dumba on the ice. And, uh, you know, we got to give credit too. Dumba was one of the better players on the ice for the Wild uh, during that Vegas Golden Knights series. So definitely played some of his best hockey when it mattered the most, despite the Wild losing in seven to the Vegas Golden Knights. Some of the uh, bigger questions for uh, for Dumba as we look at um, some of his other numbers Corsi 4 percentage at 48.4 with Dumba on the ice in uh, all situations. 5-on-5 uh, five five situations, it was at 48.9. 5-on-5 five close, 51.1. And 5-on-5 five five tied, 47.8. I wanted to spend a lot of time here today talking about the potential for Dumba to be taken in the expansion draft for the uh, Seattle Kraken. If we look at... The contract situation for the Minnesota Wilds, it's um, it's filled with defensemen who are signed to long-term deals. And so that uh, is going to limit what the team is able to do unless one of those guys is uh, is to be traded or is to be, uh, be taken off the roster uh, in the expansion draft. You've got Parisi, who is signed through 2024. Um, also... You've got Matt Zuccarello and Ryan Hartman signed through 2023. Jared Spurgeon signed through 2024, as is Ryan Suter, as is Jonas Brodeen. Dumba signed through 2022 at $6 million a season. So uh, of the contracts, that is the likeliest to move. Um, other than, say, Carson Soucy, who signed at $2.75 million through 2022. So Dumba's is the likeliest to move. He does bring you some uh, offense as a defenseman, and uh, that would free up a, a ton of cap space for the Wild to be able to do some of the extensions that they are trying to get done and uh, some of the other players that they want to try to get back, such as potentially Ian Cole um, and uh, a couple of other, you know, Nick Benino maybe, uh, another guy that uh, they would like to see come back but uh, are going to be Pretty tight in the uh, in the pocketbook to be able to make those things happen. So that's where we go to. Well, they're going to have to trade somebody in order to uh, to free up some cash to make some moves. Dumba just makes the most sense. Although Bill Guerin has been adamant that uh, Dumba is not going to be lost in the uh, expansion draft. He doesn't want to lose Matt Dumba in the expansion draft. So I mean, it would be it would be nice to uh, to keep Dumba around, although. I know he has drawn uh, the angst of a lot of fans with um, one of his biggest Achilles heels, which is seemingly bad turnovers just in uh, in tough spots uh, for this team that uh, that usually lead to goals. Everybody does it, though. Uh, everybody has turnovers that they regret. So I, I'm of the belief that I think this team is better with Dumba on the roster. However... They're going to have to make some really tough choices if Dumba is not the one that either goes to Seattle or uh, or is traded elsewhere to free up some cap space. There are going to be other 
spots where they have to uh, to try to move some uh, salary cap money. So Dumba season in review. Uh, Dumba did some uh, some great things throughout the course of the season and uh, really finished strong in that Golden Knights series. So uh, I think we uh, can confidently say that um, if he's back here, he will be uh, as much of a factor as he's been the last couple of seasons in a wild sweater. Next up, we'll take a look at Carson Soucy's 2020-2021 season. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have the computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at RockAuto.com. Continuing with our player evals here on Locked On Wild, let's move to Carson Soucy, third-line defenseman for the Minnesota Wild. Soucy finished the season with one goal, 16 assists in uh, 50 games, so 17 total points. Was a plus 22 on the season, had uh, one game-winning goal as well uh, for the Wild. Now, last season in 55 games, had seven goals and seven assists, 14 points. Uh, and was a plus 16 on the season. So a little bit of an uptake in assists, certainly, and uh, that stems from, I think, um, the defenseman having to take way less of the load uh, in terms of scoring with Kirill Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson-Eck, Kevin Fiala, guys like that stepping up to uh, to fill a lot of that offense. So Susie not having to really do as much uh, in the scoring department. Some of the other numbers for Susie on ice goals allowed per 60 minutes at 1.9 in all situations. And as we'll talk about here in a little bit, I think that stems to just how good of a pairing Ian Cole and Carson Susie ended up being because they got that chemistry together uh, once they were paired together. And uh, really, despite not doing a whole lot in terms of flashy plays, they, uh, they just were really solid as that third line of defense and uh, they played some solid minutes down the stretch. So 1.9 goals allowed on ice per 60 minutes. In 5-on-5 uh, five five situations, it was 1.6. 5 and 5 close situations, 0.7. 5-on-5 five five tied situations, 0.3 goals allowed per 60. So these, uh, these two, Susie and Ian Cole, really cranking up the pressure as the game wore on. Uh Susie's Corsi 4 percentage was 40.4 in all situations, 42.4 in 5 on 5 situations, 44.9 in close situations, 5 on 5, and 42% at 5 on 5 tied situations as well. Some of the other numbers uh, for Susie had 49 blocks on the season, had uh, 12 takeaways as well, and 62 hits. Uh, this season 
as uh, as a defenseman. And you look at his 82-game average, six goals, 17 assists, 24 points. Uh, not bad for a uh, third-line defenseman uh, for this team. And, you know, looking at what Susie brings to the table, I know I've been uh, critical of him at points throughout the year because it just it seemed like he just was another one of those guys that kind of was taking up minutes and not really doing a whole lot with them. And um, I, I had a couple of plays that really stood out to me. One, uh, I forget which game it was, but the Wild are trying to get the puck out of the zone. And Susie just absolutely lays into one to try to clear it and nearly decapitated Jewel Erickson Eck. And uh, so I think it's stuff like that that you just kind of it. Those are the only plays that you maybe see from a particular player on any night, and so that kind of stuff gets annoying. But as the season went on, I uh, I thought Susie really settled in, and uh, and him and Ian Cole, as I talked about, formed a really solid third pairing uh, on defense. And uh, you look at the numbers um, according to the daily faceoff. And uh, Susie came in as a um, defenseman with his score, the, uh, the, the ranking that uh, Daily Faceoff does, it's 71.8. Now, that is um, 79th ranked in terms of uh, defensemen uh, in the NHL, but uh, you throw him and Ian Cole together, and that was the th- uh, fifth-ranked third defensive line in uh, all of the NHL. So uh, the Wilds getting uh, three different lines inside the top ten uh, and two of them inside the top five really speaks to how good this uh, Wild defense has been and continues to be uh, over the last few seasons. So Cole and Susie, very, very good combo uh, together. And so uh, that is going to really be difficult for the Wild to try to keep them together considering all the other things going on. Um, this offseason. I mentioned Carson Soucy as a potential candidate to uh, to not be on this team next year because with what he did this season and the fact that he signed at $2.75 million through 2022, if the Wilds get a little adventurous and decide that they're going to make a, a separate move other than Matt Dumba to the Seattle Kraken, Susie then, I think, becomes if the uh, if the Kraken look to take from the Wilds um, defense, kind of an area of strength. Susie, I think, becomes the most um, viable candidate, and then again, he's basically the only one that uh, cannot be protected on defense other than uh, Matt Dumba. So he becomes, I think, a hot commodity, uh, relatively cheap defenseman, and uh, somebody who got better as the season wore on and uh, could definitely be a nice player for the Seattle Kraken if they decide that they want to take him if Matt Dumba's off the board. But if Matt Dumba ends up being the one that's taken, Susie then is going to have some uh, additional pressure put on him to fill that spot next season. And uh, then you go from you know having Spurgeon and Suter, Brodeen and, uh, and Dumba together, to uh, probably having Spurgeon and Suter and then Brodeen and uh, Susie or Brodeen and Kalen Addison. One of those guys ends up being the uh, the one that steps in to that starting spot. So if Dumba is the one that is selected, 
Carson Soucy then is going to uh, have to fill that role and uh, and fill that void. But if the Wild do something else with Matt Dumba, then Carson Soucy might end up being the one that's taken by the uh, the Kraken in the expansion draft. So there are a lot of moving parts to this whole thing that uh, that could go in uh, a number of different ways. And what we're going to do throughout uh, the rest of the offseason up until the expansion draft is we're going to try to throw in uh, basically the, the only thing that I could think of to call them were pop quizzes to um, try to go through different scenarios for this team if player X is taken by the Kraken. Um, how, how do you fill that spot? Who steps up? Things like that. And so um, look for one of those here this week just to um, – just to try to kind of help us get ready for potential scenarios uh, that could impact this team. So Susie had uh, a, a good season, especially down the stretch uh, for the Wild. And depending on what happens with the rest of the defensive core uh, and the expansion draft and free agency and such, uh, he could be asked to fill an expanded role for this team next season. We will finish today by talking about his line mates. Ian Cole's 2020-2021 player evaluation is next here on Locked on Wild. It's time to take your betting to the next level with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is halfway through. The Stanley Cup playoffs have reached the Final Four. The NBA playoffs are pushing towards the Conference Finals. UFC MMA, the PGA Tour, it's all there for you at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for even another second. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their push towards a championship. So head to betonline.ag on your mobile device or laptop and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final push for today's episode of Locked On Wild, let's look at Ian Cole's 2020-2021 season. Cole had an interesting start to the year. Started with the Colorado Avalanche and was traded to the Wild in exchange for Greg Pattern. And at the time, it, uh, it was a... Trade that got a little bit of head-scratching from around the league. Seems weird to do a defenseman for defenseman swap, um, especially within the division. And honestly, this trade really could not have worked out any better for the Wilds. Cole came in, and he really helped solidify the third line uh, of defense for the Wilds and uh, was just a, a huge part of this team's success uh, all the way through to the playoff series against the Vegas Golden Knights. Some of Cole's numbers on the season. He finished this year for the Wilds with uh, one goal and seven assists, eight points in 52 games. He was a plus 21 on the season and uh, also finished with just an aggressive amount of blocks. He had 92 blocks in 52 games for the Wilds. So the, uh, the shot block king for this uh, Minnesota Wild team, and you look at his 82-game averages, averages almost 150 blocks uh, per season, also had 34 hits in, uh, in the Wild's 2020-2021 season as well. Looking at some of the metrics for Ian Cole, uh, on-ice goals allowed per 60 minutes was at 24 
in all scenarios. In five-on-five scenarios, it was at 1.9. Five-on-five close at 0.8. Five-on-five tied at 0.4. So uh, some really good stuff done by uh, Ian Cole and Carson Soucy as a uh, a not-flashy third-line defense for the Minnesota Wild. Um, Other metrics for Cole, Corsi 4 percentage of 39.4. In 5-on-5 situations, it was at 42.1. 5-on-5 close at 45.3, and 5-on-5 tied at 44. Uh, So uh, with Cole on the ice, paired with that third line, uh, those guys not possessing the puck as much as their opponents, but uh, still doing a great job to keep them from scoring as well um, here this year. Now, Cole, as mentioned, not super flashy, but uh, did an amazing job of just solidifying the back end of the Wilds' defense, taking some pressure off of the top end guys, and that, I think, makes him valuable as a potential re-sign candidate for this team. Now, you look at what he had for a contract this year, courtesy of Spotrack, uh, $4.25 million for this season. So would he take a little less to come back here and uh, and take maybe like a three-year deal where he's making somewhere around 25 to $3 million a season? Would he be up for that? Um, maybe. But at the same time, he's going to have a lot of uh, other potential suitors on the free agent market. So he could end up getting more where maybe he gets a two-year deal for five per uh, or something along those lines. The Wild are just going to have to play the market. He is definitely amenable to coming back here. And so they're going to have to play the market with him and uh, guys like Nick Benino and uh, hope that they are willing to wait it out to come back after the Wild get all their extensions done. And if there's money left on the table at that point, then they will definitely look to uh, bring those guys back to help fill out the uh, back end of this roster. But we're getting to the uh, fun part of the offseason which is to say we get to talk uh, free agency and draft speculation and expansion draft speculation as well. So Ian Cole's 2020-2021 season in a nutshell, um, some really good production, uh, a lot of blocks, uh, and uh, really helped solidify that third line of defense for the Wild. And so as of that, he is somebody that I definitely would look to bring back uh, next season and beyond if the Wild have enough money to uh, make it work. That is going to wrap things up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. But before we go, make sure to check out the Locked on Today podcast. And today on the Locked on Today podcast, what do the Philadelphia 76ers do with Ben Simmons? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked on Today podcast. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild as well wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Search for Locked on Wild. Instagram coming soon. And uh, you can follow me as well at Seth Topes on Twitter. Have a great rest of your day. Plenty more Wild coverage coming up throughout the rest of the week. And we'll join you tomorrow with a brand new episode of Locked on Wild.